You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Okay, 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 here we are. It's a nice, chilly, somewhat rainy night here in Colorado Springs. I'm recording this on August the 7th. Nice Wednesday and a nice breeze coming through the window. Recording from home this time. So I'm sure you'll hear a lot of Marcy J. Cat in the background. Um, Maybe somebody will call or maybe somebody will knock on the door, ring the doorbell. I've been getting a lot of that lately actually got a uh, a summons yeah a summons me apparently i didn't pay a, a hospital bill in 2008 <laughs> there hasn't been many like gaps in my health coverage so i don't know where this is coming from but i get this note on my door i get the first of all this guy was like banging and ringing the doorbell i kind of if somebody does that I don't answer the door because it's not going to be good unless, you know, if someone's maybe the building's on fire or something there, then they'll say, yeah, hey, the building's on fire. Bang, bang, bang. You know, you'll hear that. But if I just hear constant doorbell ringing and knocking and I'm just going to honestly just peek through the peak hole at you and I don't care if you see me do it or not. And I'm just going to waste your time because that's not how you you don't do that. If I have a summons or something for an unpaid bill from 2000 and uh, 2007 I think is what it was on the the date on the actual thing that is it's 2019 I moved to Colorado Springs in 2006 that was like within the first year of me living here I don't even know how they got this address maybe they got this research database thing or something they just looked me up but I, th- that is a bill don't those things go away in like 7 years so I got a court summons for a bill, they want like two thousand dollars of my money, which they're never going to get. Um, I, I don't know what this is. I don't even know how this is possible. Like you waited all these years, twelve years, to tell me I have an, an outstanding balance. If you can figure out how to knock on my damn door, then you can figure out how to give me a freaking phone call. Stupid shit, man. Just stupid shit. Now I have to have this on my credit, I guess. I, I don't understand anything about it. So it's not on my credit. I've checked it. It's not on there. I mean, I don't have the best credit, but that's not on there. So I don't know what this is about. I'm basically going to freaking ignore it. It looks like a fake summons anyway. It looks like a lawyer's trick. So, um, yeah, big middle finger to whoever is knocking on my door. I'm glad I wasted your time and didn't answer. And he was out there for like five, ten minutes banging and, and yelling and, and ringing the doorbell like an asshole. Like, if, if that's your job to do that, don't do that. Don't do that. It makes you a piece of shit. And you don't want to be a piece of shit. Trust me. Anyway, that was, uh, <laughs> that, was uh, that evening. Um, yeah, I'm just going to kind of get right into it. Uh, it's been a rough week. It's been a shitty week, and, you know, we're, we're going to get into it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to, I'm not going to mention uh, shooter names or any of this stuff, but we're, we're going to get into it and, and, and talk about some of the satellite issues that go along with these happenings that keep happening. Anyways, um, but before we do that, we're going to do all the normal stuff. We're going to do the headlines. We're going to do the meat. Today's meat is actually about health. Uh, using myself as an example, as I belch into the microphone, excuse me. Um, <laughs> it, it's, I've been struggling for a long time. I'm not dying by any means, but I've been struggling to stay in shape, and I've been struggling to uh, just to feel good and look better and Anyways, we're going to get into that. That's going to be the meat of the show. It's just going to be me doing the meat from now on. Um, Shannon, thank you for doing the first few episodes. You're too busy, though, and I uh, wish you best in your future endeavors. Um, 
we're also going to do product placement for what's in this little here's here's Marcy in the back she hears me talking to and I'm not talking to her so she has to be involved somehow anyway our product placement will be what's in this nice little pop top cup oh yeah and uh, no it's not alcohol you know what it is uh, we're going to do a Hall of Respect that might surprise you. We're going to do a Dungeon of Douche that won't surprise you. And then uh, we'll do the happy ending, and then we'll be done. So let's get through this thing together. Here's my hand. Put your hand in mine. I'm going to lead you through the next hour of this podcast, the Brandon Bishop Podcast, featuring me, Brandon Bishop. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. All right, headlines. Um, <laughs> we know, you know, before we start talking about those headlines, let's kind of just go through the Google machine here. There was a couple things that caught my eye. Uh, always so much negativity, man. Just negativity, negative. I think that's our, our problem. We're just desensitized to negativity. We're used to it. We almost crave it at times, don't we? If it isn't one thing, it's another thing, and it's it's sad. It's just getting sad at this point. The whole Trump thing, whether you love the guy or you despise the guy, I'm indifferent, to be honest with you. I think he's embarrassing as hell. Um, I don't think he does anything great. I don't think he's done anything, period, uh, except for embarrass our nation. I don't hate him because... I used to be a Trump fan. He was always doing stuff with wrestling and, you know, he'd been in movies and stuff. And I liked The Apprentice for the first couple seasons. Uh, but, you know, him as a person, he's disgusting, uh, of course, but he's an actor. He's an entertainer. Um, not that that gives him a reason to be disgusting, but I think if he wasn't president right now, I think he would have gone down the road of Harvey Weinstein. I think he would have been me too'd a long time ago if he wasn't running for president and didn't ultimately win. I, I think he just getting out of the Paris climate agreement and getting out of uh, the Iran nuclear agreement. These are things that were set in place for a reason. Yeah, they weren't perfect. Not at all. Uh, those of you that are out there screaming Obama and how much you miss him, he wasn't perfect at all. Uh, he was a cool son of a bitch, but he wasn't, um, how do I say this? He wasn't that great either. No president that we've ever had has been all that great since FDR, maybe John F. Kennedy, but he was a scumbag. So, I mean, I'm just going through the headlines here and all I see is better will work slams Trump and this person slams Trump and Trump uh, getting warned by the NRA not to uh, increase extensive background checks for gun buys, um, which is stupid. That's the NRA. Of course, they're going to even even against Trump. Of course, they're going to be. Yeah, we want our guns. <laughs> we need our guns. <laughs> Don't mess with our guns. Yeah. You know what? I have guns. I have guns. I just sitting in the other room. I could literally go out and just be on CNN for the next week, but I won't because I'm not stupid and I'm not uh, horrific and I'm not awful and I'm not a piece of shit, at least in that regard. <sighs> you know, it, it, it's not the guns. And, it you know, unfortunately, it's it, these people that are sick in the freaking head have access to guns and that's uh, horrible and that needs to be fixed, especially, especially assault rifles. What the fuck does anybody need an assault weapon for? Nobody does. Nobody does. My friend Jim Allen and I, we used to take, you know, at Russian or Chinese SKS or whatever they were. He had a bunch of them for some reason. And we used to shoot them in the backyard in downtown Detroit, just into the ground or into the air, whatever we were doing. And I was maybe 21, 22 years old at that point. That could have gone so bad. You know, I look back on it like, wow, we used to do that. It was so stupid. And I know many of you listening out there probably sometimes. Oh, oh my God, I'm dying right now. <laughs> Why did, okay, the product placement later is Bulletproof Coffee. And I tell you what, it almost just came up. I guzzled a bunch. That's the most disgusting thing. <laughs> probably, I don't even want to listen to this back. I'm not going to listen to this one back. Not that I normally do. But that was the most disgusting noise ever done on any podcast in the history of podcasts. 
uh, there's there's podcasts about farting or something out there. I'm sure there's podcasts about people walking around in macaroni or chewing with their mouth open. None of the noises on those podcasts were even remotely as disgusting as the one that just came out of my mouth. And I apologize sincerely for just literally almost throwing up on them, throwing up on you. Oh, that was gross. Anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah, assault rifles. Uh, I know that people out there that are listening to this have either done it or will do it or are doing it right now as we listen to it. You got to stop fucking with guns, man. Really, I mean, uh, if there's a warning sign on the outside of a tiger cage, you're not going to stick your hand through the fence. You got to have that kind of common sense when it comes to guns as well because they can fucking kill you or somebody you like or love or somebody you don't even know. It's so stupid to what we used to do, and I'm guilty of it, and I'm guilty, and I apologize publicly right now for doing that shit. Our neighbors were so fucking afraid of us. Oh, man, and there's been plenty of times. There's been plenty of times, even since I've lived here in Colorado Springs in the last decade and a half. I used to have a little handgun. I did security out at the, when they were building a hospital out there, Memorials uh, North or whatever it is. And I was like a security guard at that point because I needed a job when I first moved here. And I carried a gun with me because it was weird. It was dark and scary. And, you know, there were squatters and homeless people. And I wasn't supposed to carry a gun, but I did. I kept it in my car. Um, And I just started shooting off, you know, there was these giant barrels of uh, bales of hay or something. What the hell was it? May have just been big clumps of dirt, but I was just out there shooting it like nothing. So fucking stupid. And I'll never do that again. I have guns and they're here just in case somebody wants to kick down my door. I have a kid and I will protect him at any cost. I got a gun in my car that is, is there for the same reason. You have to. I was born and raised in Detroit, okay? I know all about gun culture. All you little Colorado people here and people around the country that don't come from a place like Chicago or New York may just do it because it's a trendy thing to do. And you feel, oh, look at me, I got a gun. But no, there's some serious shit that happens out there, outside of the confines of your house and sometimes within the confines of your house. And I don't discourage anyone for having a gun to at least, at least... Equal the odds against whomever is the aggressor. Now, if you have a gun and you're the aggressor, you're a fucking asshole. You're a weak piece of shit. Do you understand me out there, wannabe gangbangers? You are a weak piece of shit. If you're out there waving guns in people's face or robbing people with them, and if you can't handle your business with somebody else, with with what you have, with your fists, if it comes to that, which hopefully it doesn't even have to come to that, but if, if you can't handle... A situation with your fist and you're a piece of shit that doesn't go for cops and stuff of course you need that you know what i'm saying but the pussification of you know american society is just it's and it's all wrapped around guns anyways back to the headlines this is getting a little long i saw a few of them on here that of course i can't find anymore because i'm actually looking on my phone um White supremacists and Islamic State recruits are not so different. You know, I'm not saying that Islamic State or white supremacists are by any means good people. No, they're stupid douchebags. But why is that a story? I'll tell you why it's a story. And I was actually on CNN because the people that own CNN and Fox News and own basically this country and the federal banking system and all that stuff... These people want us to be divided. They want us to be separated into little categories that they can easily manage. And you let them. And because you let them, I'm forced to let them. Because I don't want to be in your little douchebag group that hates everybody and hates me because my skin's white or because I'm a guy or because I'm straight or because I'm not a religious person. I'm not any of that shit. I'll accept anybody. I judge people on character, actions, and skills. And that is what I've said a thousand times, even on this podcast. Character, actions, and skills. If you don't have a high level of those three things, or at least one of those three things, guess what? I don't like you. I don't have time for you. 
If you got a shitty character, no skills, and your actions are just deplorable, fuck off. Leave me alone. I don't want to be a part of your life, and I don't want you anywhere near mine. You're not in my league. You're not on my level. You're not in my stratosphere. Because I like to think that my character is pretty decent. Yes, I've made a bunch of mistakes. I've done horrible things. I've lost friends. I've done terrible, just awful things that I regret. But overall, I think I have a pretty good character. Overall, my actions speak very loudly and positive. And that's what I I work hard for that to happen. Whether I fuck up or not, overall. And skills, I mean, listen to this voice. Come on. This voice is all the skill that I need. I should get some voiceover work. Anyway, you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit later in uh, the Dungeon of Douche segment because I'm going to be inducting a whole lot of you. And I say you because I know a couple of you are probably listening. I'm going to be inducting a large group of people, possibly millions of people all at once. But like you often do, I'm going to categorize you all into one lump. You see, every human being is capable of being amazing. Every human being is capable of being terrible. We're all winners. We're all losers. We're all good. We're all evil. So you can't just say all Mexicans are this or all white people are this or all you know Christians are this or all Muslims are this or all cops are this. You can't say that. And if you do say that, that is a shortcut to intelligent thought. Basically, what I'm saying by shortcut to intelligent thought is you're fucking stupid. So we're going to anyway, we're going to talk about that in the Dungeon of Douche segment. And you know, I can't find the damn headlines that I was looking for. Ah, there was some really good ones in here and I just lost them. I just freaking lost them. <laughs> this is what I get for not writing shit down and trying to do it on my phone. Um, let's see. Let's just get one headline out. Let's just get one headline. Jeez. Um, this is all Trump. I don't care. I'm tired. of. It's, it's not fun to talk about Trump anymore. It's just not fun. It's too easy almost. He gives us so much that... Okay, here we go. Five-year-old calls 911 for pizza. <laughs> Let's take that swerve. Let's do it. Oh, this is actually on YouTube. Oh, and there's a Village Inn delivery commercial on uh, that I have to stroll through. On the other end is a five-year-old boy. He's calling 911, and you won't believe why. Pizza, That's right. It's a pizza emergency. Pizza, Put mommy and daddy on the phone. Just to make sure all oh was okay, goodness. Officer Sorellis Morales did a welfare check on Manuel Bashera's home in Sanford, Florida. It wasn't like he was starving and his parents were feeding him. That was not the case at all. She says the boy was aware he did a naughty thing. He came outside. You know, he was a little nervous. We have three police officers. He knows he did wrong, you know, by calling 911 for pizza. But guess what? They actually bought a pizza for him. Let's just put a smile on this kid's face. He shared with us, though. He gave us a, a few pieces. So lesson learned. The next time he has a pizza craving, he hopefully won't call 911. It's not something that we normally do. We don't go buy pizza. The little boy was home being watched by his big sister. And All right, that was from... Uh, uh, inside edition. Hey, it was a funny story. I like it. Okay, there was our headlines. The kid, he had a pizza emergency. Okay. I mean, that's that's newsworthy. If all the news was stuff like that, first of all, I'd watch it. Secondly, secondly I don't think society would be awfully negative as it is right now. All right, real quick, product placement. It's my lifeblood. I'm not even sure it's really that healthy for me. But I tell you what, when I drink it, it wakes up my brain. And I'm not getting paid to say this. Once again, our product placement segment here is just stuff that I like. It's stuff that I want to recommend to you to go out and try it. And I got this cool pop-top cup from my mom. I just like that noise. Listen to that. I get excited when I hear that noise because I know the elixir of life lies within the steel canister. (laughs) Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Why do people smack their lips and then go, ah, after they drink? 
I only do it like if I'm trying to be over the top like I was right now, but people really do that. They just take another drink here. I can't stand it when people smack their lips. It drives me freaking crazy. Even when I do it, I drive myself crazy. I'm going to drive myself crazy right now, but this is what I'm talking about. Why, why, why do people do that? Is that a thing? Are they telling everybody in the room that they really enjoyed that, that beverage that they just took a sip of? Anyway, um, product placement, bulletproof coffee. Now, my mom got me hooked on this stuff. And, uh, and it is basically a drug. So I will say hooked on this stuff. It's, uh, I got these little Keurig things from, actually, from my mom as well. She's, like, she's a pusher. She's pushing, <laughs> she's pushing me. Um, so you make a cup of coffee in the Keurig. It's bulletproof coffee. And then I got this stuff called, uh, did I, wait a minute. Did I already do this? I feel like I've already done this. I'm sorry. I got a lot of things going on. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep going. If I do it twice and so be it. But um, anyway, it's really weird because you, you, you put the coffee like in a Vitamix, in a blender. I did do this already. Holy shit. I'm getting old. Anyway, it's uh, brain octane oil. You, you take a teaspoon of that stuff. They sell it at like Whole Foods and all that. And then you take a, a tablespoon of unsalted butter. I use Kerrygold. And you stick it in there. You blend it all up. You stick it in one of these nice pop-top cups. And then you drink it. Ah, God, it's awful. It's just an awful noise. Anyway, um, I can't believe that I just did the same product placement that I already did. I don't remember if I did it or not, though. It wasn't on my list of things from last week, so maybe. No, I did every plate last week. I did the, the delivery service. Maybe I just talked about it. But anyway, I highly recommend it. Go out and get the Brain Octane Oil. Go get the, uh, the I get Kerrygold Unsalted Butter. Get that. Get the little uh, Keurig pad, pods that you stick in here for the Bulletproof Coffee. You're not going to regret it. I, I would start with like maybe a half a cup. And then save like it in the refrigerator, save the other cup for the next day because it will mess up your stomach if you take like a lot of it. But anyway, it's high in healthy fats and it just wakes up your freaking brain and makes you feel a-okay. So bulletproof coffee or you can get the prepackaged ones as well. I swear I did this already. Anyway, I may have just talked about it or I may be completely stupid and heading into a... Uh, state of dementia at this point because I don't I, I can't I'm not for certain that I did it already but I'm pretty sure that I did God I'm stupid give me the meat give me the meat how can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat Okay, the meat today, I'm going to get real personal with you again, okay? I, last week, I talked about depression. Um, no, I'm not clinically depressed. No, I'm not depressed right now. I got bulletproof coffee in me. I can't be. Um, I'm confused because I think I talked about it already. I'm going to have to go back and listen. That's so weird. But anyways, um, no, I'm not depressed. I'm not sitting here with my hands in my head, you know, crying with a with a gun to my head or any of that stuff. I'm it, no, but I talked about some things that happened in my lifetime, and we've all had these kind of things happen. I'm not, it's not a woe is me thing. It's not me looking for sympathy or empathy or anything. It's just I wanted to tell you so. Maybe you relate with it. Uh, maybe there's somebody that you know or maybe you yourself that's sitting out there right now who's just absolutely fed up with day-to-day -day life, and I don't blame you. You're not alone but tomorrow doesn't always have to suck. And if maybe tomorrow does suck. Maybe the next day sucks and the next month sucks. But you know what? There's a month after that. So I got past it. I got past my little suicide attempt because I was terrible at it. Um, and you can too. So it, it, And these are the best days of my life. Absolutely. With the exception of just being in... You know, I've been struggling... Here's what I've been trying to do for the last, it's going on four years now, and it's it's embarrassing. In 2000, let me give you a little timeline of my fatness. When I got out of the army, I was about 200 pounds. I was in really good shape. And then 
like many do when they get out of the army. You just month goes by, month goes by, you're not doing that morning PT anymore, and you just balloon up. So by the time I got out of the army in 2001, by the time, um, when was it when I moved out here? 2006, I wrestled my first couple of matches out here up in Denver in Colorado. And uh, when I first moved out here in 2006, and I was 280 pounds of not solid muscle (laughs) by any means. I was 280 pounds of just pure blubbering shit. And, you know, couple that with the, I remember I filmed when my son's mom and I, we moved into this house. We, I filmed this little video for my mom just to show her the house and, you know, let her know how I'm doing. And I just watched it. I still have it for some reason. I just watched it recently or a part of it. It was more of those like, oh, what's this video in my file here in this in this hard drive that I haven't plugged in in five years? Anyway, it was just my face was like hanging off my face. It was just gross, and I'm and I'm out of shape right now, but it's not that bad. And I remember it was like maybe the second or third month that I lived here, and I was still suffering to get up the stairs from the altitude. I didn't follow anybody's directions of drinking lots of water and all that stuff. And I was just wheezing like between words, like, hi, mom. It's like, it was, and a lot of times when I'm filming TV shows or I'm filming, uh, you know, video projects or film projects and I'm like cutting like B roll or whatever I'm filming stock footage, I'll hear myself wheezing even now in the background and it's fucking annoying and gross and embarrassing and I hate it. So anyways, um, in 2012, I went through a bitter breakup and thankful for it. But uh, it really motivated me to get in shape and I was, you know, running and just eating pristinely as much as I could. Actually, I found out later I was not eating all that healthy. I was basically eating nothing but meat. And uh, meat and like spinach. I think that's all that I ate for like six months. And then I went vegan for like a year. So um, that was my first attempt at going vegan. But anyways, I, I got down to 196 pounds from 280. So I lost almost 100 pounds just by light workouts. Uh, I was actually selling cars at the time because I needed to find a job and I'm a good salesperson. So um, I'd put two and two together and did really well, but I was walking literally for, you know, 10 hours a day and I would run in the mornings and I'd hit the gym at night and I was just eating like just a little bit of food every day and, um, uh, mostly, you know, absolutely no carbs basically. And if they were carbs they were like greens and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, so I got, and I was in a band as well. So I'd be playing three hours a night, twice a night, twice a week on the, on the, on the weekends which, you know, I'd jump around and sweat like crazy. And plus, I was a pro wrestler, so I was training two days a week, and then I'd do shows on the weekends as well when I wasn't doing band stuff. I was constantly going. And that had everything to do with this. So I got down 196 pounds. It wasn't the healthiest weight loss. I dropped it real quick. I lost probably about 60 of it within the first five months. I just dropped it. And... um I looked better. I mean, I felt better and I was a lot more confident about myself. And then after that, it just slowly came back over the years. And about 2016, I was back up to 235. And uh, 2017, 18, I was back up to 245. And right now, man, I'm like 265. So I'm like almost where I was when I moved here. And it sucks. And the whole time for the last three years, I've been trying to film a documentary. And a lot of you that know me know this about, you know, some fat guy and I actually packed down weight to do this and now I can't lose it. I've been trying to film a documentary about losing weight to prove that anybody can do it. I'm a 45-year-old single dad who works his ass off constantly and if I can do it, you can do it. And that's the whole message behind it. Then I wanted to do a season two where my fit ass can help somebody else get in shape and to keep doing this and put it on a side TV and just have a positive message about uh, confidence and 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 well fitness and well being and fitness and wellness and all that stuff, but I keep failing, and I went through a lot of shit, literally and figuratively, 
put myself through a lot of stuff, everything from hypnotism to uh, I, I got a freaking colonic and filmed it. Like you're filming my poop go down a tube and things getting shoved up my ass. I filmed all of this stuff, man, kickboxing and, and running and hiking and uh, being in the gym and all these different things. And I've had all these people involved and nutritionists and doctors and getting my blood drawn and tests and, you know, and I keep failing. And I don't know how to not fail at this. It doesn't matter who I listen to. Because the voice in my head is louder. Today I ate fucking tostadas that I made here. I melted like six pieces of American cheese with a little bit of half and half in there and some pico de gallo. Mixed it up, melted it up, made a cheese sauce, got some chicken, sliced it up, put it on some crispy tortillas, poured cheese all over it, put an avocado on top and ate the fuck out of it. That's all I've eaten today. I had four of them today, two at a time. Then I got this wild hair up my ass to make some acai bowl, acai, acai bowls, whatever. Uh, not my network, acai TV, but uh, acai, A-C-A-I bowls, where I would take the little frozen pre-made thing and put it in a bowl. Then I put a banana on top of that and some blackberries and blueberries and strawberries and then a bunch of fucking sugary granola and coconuts. And I'd mix it all up and eat a whole fucking huge bowl of it. Yeah, I told myself, oh, I do half of these once a day. But no, that's bullshit. I eat the whole fucking thing. And it's more sugar in a day than, like, I need to have in a week. And I keep failing, man. And I'm so damn tired of it. If there's any, and, and, you know, there's no, like, happy ending to this section of the meat. <laughs> there's, it's not, I don't, I'm, I'm literally clueless. I have free gym access here in town, not far away from me, I have free access to pools. I'm part of some thing called a 365 Grand Club, and you can watch the 365 Grand Club TV show, which I produce, on the Colorado Springs channel. And then pretty soon you'll see the gym that I can go to and the pool. I have all these things at my disposal. I have another whole gym, Crunch Fitness. They let me in there. I have nutritionists. I have doctors. I need a drill sergeant. That's what got me in shape in the army. Some guy taking no shit from me and forcing me to do this stuff. And I need like a, a personal chef, but I don't have the money for all that. I need to go away to like, I need to be on like the biggest loser or something like that. Cause I've almost died from this a couple times. I started having problems back in 2012 when my testosterone just depleted. And then my, uh, like cholesterols were all mixed up. The numbers were bad. So I managed to fix that when I lost all the weight. And then, you know, at this point, I'm at risk, man. I got high blood pressure. I'm on medication for high blood pressure. I know I joke about it once in a while, but it's not funny to me. I got a feeling that's helping me balloon up. I hate it. And I'm sitting here at 265 pounds. I'm, I'll be 46 this year. You know, my best friend, Dave my guitar player for 21 fucking years dropped fucking dead just a couple months ago. We've been making music together and you know, dead, he's dead. And he was just an idol to me, man. He was my goddamn best friend and he just dropped dead of just not taking care of himself. I guess I haven't really heard official reports, but I can't imagine it's anything else. He drank a lot. The guy drank a lot, you know. I never drank unless I was with Dave. And, and I'm grateful that I've never smoked or done stupid drugs or drank myself stupid. I, I'm grateful for all of that. But I'm at risk for heart failure, heart disease, stroke, diabetes. I'm at risk for all of that right now. And I can't get it into my fucking head to just do this thing like I've done before. I keep telling myself, oh, I'll start Monday, I'll start tomorrow, oh, next week's a good time, oh, I gotta, I gotta do this trip, so I won't be able to eat right then, and I don't. And then when I go on the trips, I'm like, oh, we'll stop every 100 miles or every other city and go for a little jog or do some jumping jacks or something, sit-ups, push-ups, you know. These are all things I could be doing right the fuck now, and I'm not. Nobody's holding me accountable, not even myself. You know, I don't need anybody. 
I don't need anybody to do a damn thing for me. I've built these little empire by myself. I've managed to survive mainly by myself with a little help from friends here and there and the mom, all that. But I'll be damned if I can't just get into the mental state that I once was in. There was a time when I would pass a Taco Bell and want to throw up just thinking about it. Now when I pass a Taco Bell, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they got fucking uh, nacho fries. <laughs> Fat shit. I hate it. I, I really, I, I don't hate myself. i actually quite fond of myself. Not, you know, quite to the egotistical place. If I get in really good shape, then I'll get there. But I'm disgusted with myself right now. I really am. And I'm tired of being out of shape. And I'm tired, you know, I want to I wanna be on a beach without a shirt and not be self-conscious or sucking in my gut and looking at everybody to see if they're looking at me. That's what goes in my head right now. And I know a lot of you identify with me and it sucks, doesn't it? It's shit. And it's not really that I care what anybody thinks about me. I don't at all care what you or anybody thinks. If you're not my mom or my son or my cat, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I don't. But I care. I'm trying to uphold this image. You know, I'm not a celebrity by any means, but I'm like maybe the next three tiers down. I'm trying to present a good product called Brandon Bishop. And I can't do that when my gut's hanging over my belt. My love handles are fucking flotation devices. I can't do it. I'm a marketing guy. I'm an advertising guy. I got to look the part, man. And I don't right now. I'm embarrassed. I don't date right now. Are you kidding me? I don't want anybody to see me naked like this. Gross. My confidence is shit right now, and i that's not me at all. Sure, I'll be confident behind a mic, and you're listening through your phone or whatever you're listening to, but my confidence as far as walking down the street right now or going shopping or anything like that, it used to be sky high. Now I just feel, I just feel ashamed. I feel embarrassed, and I'm quite honestly disgusted with myself. So if there's anybody out there that's listening to this, this is a, this is a plea for help. Now, will I listen to you? I don't know. Depends on how you present yourself. I, I don't cling to authority figures. I don't, um, I, I, I'm not a follower, but I need to be in this case. And I fight myself and I'm just, it makes no damn sense. Only person I'm hurting is myself. And I'm just like, even I don't even like authority that I give myself. So if I set rules and I say, I'm only allowed to eat these things and here's my schedule to go to the gyms. And if I do that, I won't follow it. I might for a week or two. But after that, I'm like, fuck you, Brandon. You to tell me what to do so I don't fucking die. I mean, I'm only going to get another 30 years, 35 years if I'm lucky you know, to spend with my kid, to enjoy what this earth has to offer. And I'm fucking that up, man. I could drop dead tonight. I get chest pains all the time. And I'm sure they're gas or whatever, but I get them. And it scares the shit out of me. And I'm stretching my arms out and taking deep breaths and drinking lots of water and taking cold showers and stuff. There was one time I was driving back from dropping. I was driving to my kid's school and I felt like I was going to pass the fuck out. I figured, oh, I'm just tired. And then I drop him off. I'm like, okay, good. I got him. I got him here. Okay. This is like, it's, you know, 730 in the morning. I was like, so thrilled that I got my kid to school without dying. And then I was like, okay, now I got to get home. (sighs) So I travel home and I pass out three times to the point where I'm parked on the side of the road, did not even know how I got there. So I went home. I tried to self remedy it. Then I went to the hospital and they said, look, dude, we don't even know how you haven't had a heart attack yet. That's how high my blood pressure was. That's how bad things were for me. And this is just a couple years ago. And before I went to the hospital, I came home and I passed out on, on the floor. I thought that was it, man. I don't have a wife that's going to be checking in on me. I don't have a, you know, a roommate or anything like that. I don't, my mom lives in Detroit. Ain't nobody checking that in on me. Maybe after a while when that smell starts coming out from under the door. But, you know, if, if I die, man, it's... <laughs> and I don't want my kid to see that. Are you kidding me? Oh, he deserves better. And I have to give him better. I have to be a better version of me. Or I'm just going to die alone and it's not going to be too far off. 
So if anybody out there knows what I'm going through, maybe you went through it yourself. Maybe you're going through it yourself. We can beat this thing together. I know I can do it. I've done it before. So get with me, man. Get with me. If you have advice, send it my way. Go to the Facebook page, Brandon Bishop Podcast, whatever. Message me. I want to beat this thing. And I want, and you know what? In a year's time, maybe even less, I want to do another podcast where I talk about how I beat it. I want to film this documentary and put it on a side TV and prove to everybody that they can do it too because I am at rock bottom, man. I don't know what to do next. Sometimes I just sit here. You know, I have a business that I work from home. I get money from subscriptions that pays the bills. I've get, you know, I do these monthly charity events and it kind of handles itself. It's all online. Sometimes I can sit on this freaking couch and just do nothing. And I have sometimes for weeks at a time, I just sit on the fucking couch and I tell myself I'm going to die here. It's scary, man. Pretty damn scary. So that's all I got to say. That's the meat of the podcast today is just hopefully this is, this, you know, maybe by being so open and honest and forthcoming, I can motivate myself to uh, get to that next chapter of this podcast where I talk about how I did it. Or maybe I'll do several, you know, halfway through. I, I can't I keep putting timelines on things, but it never works. If it would have worked, I'd be in shape right now from three years ago when I started. Okay, anyway, depressing, and it's, uh, yeah, nothing I'm proud of at all. But anyways, we got to get back to this awesome podcast, the Brandon Bishop podcast, currently the fat version. So um, let's lift our spirits a little bit and take a trip to the Hall of Respect. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Today's Hall of Respect is a weird one, to say the very least. It's a, a name that you may not have heard in a while, but she's kind of made a, a, a small headline. It's Monica Lewinsky. Yes, I am putting Monica Lewinsky in the Brandon Bishop Podcast Hall of Respect, the most hallowed grounds for any public figure or just average Joe like you or me to attain. It's a status that not many will attain, but everyone strives to attain, to be inside of the hall of respect. It's, it's, it's literally like being, I don't, I don't believe in the whole heaven story, but going through the golden gates and getting into heaven, that is what this is like being inducted. And Monica Lewinsky is, is, you know what? The girl went through some shit. Okay. When you're the most popular person on earth, for giving a blowjob, um, yeah, it's if you're not a porn star, then you've pretty much going through some massive shit. <sighs> um, anyway, I I, <laughs> I know a lot of people demonized her and villainized her and all that stuff, but you know what? Screw those people. You guys are the ones that should be villainized and demonized because at that point in the nineties. Only, only thing she should have been villainized for is wearing that beret cap. It was terrible. But other than that, she was cute, and she got to blow the president. You know what? JFK did way worse shit than that. And we still love JFK. <laughs> I still like Clinton. I mean, he wasn't the greatest president ever. He kind of ruined generations of kids for, you know, the whole prison thing. I, I dig into that another time, but that was one of the worst things that ever happened to this country. And that was Bill Clinton's fault. Uh, and then the whole scandal and all that stuff with all the women, you know, he was, tr- he was a player, man. He, he was, uh, but at the same time, it, it was just one of those drama things. And, you know, things like that is what has desensitized this culture to just how awful it is. And, you know, we paid more attention to that than we did to the prison thing or to whatever else was going on in the world that was actually important. Anyway, (laughs) Trump has been banging like porn stars proven to have been banging porn stars while he's been married. And nobody gives a shit about that. All you evangelical Christian types don't give a damn thing about that. No, he's, he loves Jesus. He's our guy. He likes guns. Not so much anymore. Huh? Anyway, um, 
<laughs> Back to Monica Lewinsky. That's right. Uh, she, I guess Michael Pence, the vice president, the vampire looking piece of shit who hates gay people and, um, all, you know, basically anything that's progressive or modern or anything like that. Uh, the only thing good about Michael Pence is that he'll be dead sometime, hopefully in the next 20 years. Um, (laughs) I guess he said something about society needs to spend more time on their knees. Now I'm sure he was talking about in one of those little church places praying, on their knees. I'm quite sure that's what he was talking about. But apparently Monica Lewinsky um, <laughs> kind of trolled him a little bit about that. Let me look that up real quick because that's some funny shit right there, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the, the most popular giver of the most popular blowjob ever. Um, trolling the vice president for saying spend more time on your knees. Vice President Mike Pence this week said folks should battle critics by spending more time on their knees than on the internet. And Monica Lewinsky had a quick comeback. Uh, (laughs) She said simply deaf as indefinitely deaf, not me quipped Lewinsky. (laughs) That's just awesome. And you know what? She does a lot of great work right now. And here's another uh, little interesting fact. I thought she was cute. Back in the day, you know, just a cute girl, intern, whatever. Now she's pretty hot. So anybody who defamed her back in the day, calling her fat or calling her whatever the hell they used to call her, which you're all very, very stupid for doing that. And a big middle finger, right? Like literally touching your nose. Um, She's super hot now, dude. I mean, she is absolutely stunning. And uh, I thought she was cute back then, but now, like... Uh, um, yeah, so Monica, if you do happen to uh, you know come across this by any means, I don't know what your personal relationship status is, but if you're you know single, you know you know, you want to hang out, um, I'll start working out now. That would be enough to trigger me, and I'm a pretty good looking guy. I've, I've been told I, I look at my roster of ex girlfriends and I'm like, damn, I was with them. So that kind of says that I'm not completely ugly. And when I get in really good shape, I'm really good looking. And my personality is, oh, let me tell you, like, especially the sense of humor is absolutely just uh, unparalleled. So, uh, Monica, yeah, if you're, uh, if you're listening, give me a call. Oh, and welcome to the Hall of Respect. Speaking of jaw-droppingly beautiful, that is Chantel that does that voice. Chantel Danga, she's the host of A Call to Adventure on Asai TV. And yes, you can get Asai TV. You've got Netflix, you've got Hulu, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got HBO Go, you've got the WWE Network, most of you. Now get Asai TV. It's A-S-Y TV. You can get it at AsaiTV.com, A-S-Y-T-V.com. It's only $2.99. All the other ones are like 12 bucks and you know $11 and whatever it is. And um, Don't even get me started on cable. That's hundreds of dollars. You can get all original, like hundreds of hours of all original commercial-free television shows, travel shows, food shows, paranormal shows, comedy shows, social issue shows. There are shows about everything. We just added Happy Healthy Hungry featuring Shannon. We've added uh, That Vegas Show featuring my friend Ricky out in Vegas. We've added, we're getting ready to add New York Ham, and we got new episodes of The UFO Show featuring Amy Duma, uh, who's Lita from WWE. I've got my show on there, Go There, Eat That, which is another reason I'm a big fat shit. We've got The Drink, Lost in America, Heart of Addiction, which is about addiction, uh, Too Sweet, uh, Break the Silence, which is about domestic violence with Sign in Hand, which is about homelessness, Alone in the Dark, Wrestling with Ghosts, Shoe Peskin. Control Sparkle Nation, Hell Screaming. Uh, I could just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And on. No, I'm not going to. So there's all these awesome shows. The 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 Chateau, which is about the Cat Girls and the Cat Manor. Uh, there's freaking everything on there. So go to Asai TV. Asytv.com is where you can get it. It's only $2.99 a month. You've got the rest. Now try the best. I would never say that, but uh, I think we have an amazing product, and I would love to share it with you. So, yeah, go do that. Uh, It's time for the Dungeon of Douche. And if you don't know what the Dungeon of Douche is, every single week we pick uh, either somebody or a group of people. In this case, it'll be a lot of you, you, a lot of you, um, 
and we we drag them by their hair down these uh, cobblestone steps, and there's dirt and grime and blood and filth, and we drag them through that in through this big iron door. We slam the door behind us, bam! And we grab them by the ankles and we shackle them up with these steel, rusty, tight, uncomfortable, spiked, terrible, dirty shackles. And we chain them upside down where their heads are at rat level. And the rats just look at you and then they take little bites out of them. And, and you're disgusting and grimy and filthy and gross. And, and then like we got a dog there and he just pees on people. That's the dungeon of douche. And that's where we stick these people because they deserve it. And today I want to get a little heated up because after the shootings, there was the garlic festival shooting that nobody talks about where I think like what, eight people died. Others were injured. And there's the 22, I think in El Paso. Then there's the, you know, however many were in date and I'm sick of the numbers. I'm sick of news formats or news platforms, just concentrating on the numbers. That's what people want to hear. They want to hear how many people died. Here's the guy's name who killed him. Let's make him a celebrity. Yeah, we need this stuff for ratings. And you people tune in, don't you? I stopped tuning in. If I hear something happen, I'll check it out for just long enough to go, well, that's awful. Is there any way I can help? Nope. Okay. That's awful. Leave it alone. You drama-craved freaking... Oh, I hate it. Here's the thing. I'm not talking to you in generally. I'm talking to a great deal of you. Maybe it is you. Here's the thing, man. I know we all got this nice big soapbox called social media. We got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that fancy stuff now. But your opinion isn't needed. Solutions are needed. Debate is encouraged if done correctly and civil, civilly. Civilly? Is that a word? Um, you know what I mean. <laughs> if it's done respectfully. It's a better word than civilly. Yes, we can debate. Yes, we can talk about this. Of course we should. But all of you dipshits that are just attaching, attaching yourselves to these things that happen just to get attention, just to get your voice heard. You have to go out there and pitch your little agendas. You got to go out there and slam other people. You got to go out there and call people racist and call people mentally ill and, and just you're lumping everybody in together. I saw a post that I actually commented on and I, I, I ended up deleting everything because it was so negative and so fucking stupid that I couldn't even be a part of it anymore. I couldn't put my name on it. Like I said, I'm a brand. I'm a freaking, I'm a, I'm a presence. I can't do that. As much as I want to, I can't do it. Anyways, I saw a post that said, it's not a mental illness problem. It's a white boy problem. Or a dangerous white boy problem. And here's the thing. You know what? I'm getting fucking tired of this shit. I love everybody, and I'll say it again. It's about character, actions, and skill. I don't give a fuck what color your skin is. I never have. And we've gone over this in the past when I was interviewing my mom about some of the things that have happened. We were one of the very few white families left in downtown Detroit. We got robbed. We got attacked. We got verbally attacked. It was constant. Worse for my mom and worse for my grandmother than it was for me because they got me out of there. But I still remember enough. And now, you know what? It's almost like a bad thing if you're a man. It's a bad thing if you're straight. It's a very bad thing if you're white. And on behalf of anybody of any color, which I'm so sick of hearing the word color and race, we're all fucking humans, man. We're all humans in this little fucking water-covered dot floating in an endless universe, and none of our fucking lives or anything that we do or say or anything that we've done, all of our knowledge, none of it means shit. And we're going to separate ourselves? We're a tiny little family here, man, and we're going to separate ourselves over religion and race and gender and sexual preference. 
And now that we've got social media, we all have our nice little soapbox. We all have a podium, don't we? And we expect everybody to just gather around and hear what I have to say. You know what? I do a podcast because I want people to hear what I have to say. Yeah, I'm guilty of it too. But after these shootings, and I read things like that, it's, you know what? It's, it's just one of those things, man. I did nothing to any of you. My family, my son, we've done nothing to hurt anybody. So if you lump us in with dumb fucks with assault rifles that hop into Target and start shooting people, then you are a fucking idiot. And I would like to beat your ass, to be honest with you. I would love to just grab you by the fucking throat. Again, I don't care what color your skin is. I would like to beat your ass for lumping me in with any of those people. You know, they say cops are all killing black people. You know what? Not all of them. 99% of them don't. But you got that 1% of pieces of fucking shit that don't know how to handle their job. Or they lose control of their emotions and tempers and they ruin it for all the other cops. You know what? Most black people, and I hate using the word black people because fucking why? Why call anybody anything? Why do we have to have labels? Why do we have to be separated and divided by labels? I hate labels. I'm not a white guy. I'm just a guy. But all, you know, for the sake of dexterity, all black people aren't criminals. They're not, believe it or not. Oh my goodness, they're not. Stupid. For anybody who lumps these amazing people of all colors in with a small sliver of pieces of shit that just ruin it for that demographic. That's like saying all Mexicans have tattoos of their last name uh, across their belly. Okay, that one's true. I mean, that one is... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Jeez, stop, stop calling the papers at this point. Don't start posting things calling me a racist because I'm the furthest thing from it. Actually, that's usually what racist people say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm the, fur, I'm the furthest thing from a racist. It's, yeah, but no, seriously, though. Um, I should be a racist, but I'm not. I just don't care enough. But all of you people that use something like, and here's the ones that are going in the dungeon to douche. I know I'm kind of rambling on here, but all of you that use a tragedy like this to promote your stupid fucking opinions and your stupid fucking agendas, all of you are being locked into the Brandon Bishop podcast, Dungeon of Douche, chained by your ankles upside down with the rats pissing on your face. That is what you deserve. And I mean it. If I could really do it, I really would. Just one at a time, just chain you up there. Rat pee, right in the mouth. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Oh, the whole, this thing happened. Oh no, Oh, they're, they're shooting everybody. I have to attach myself to this somehow. I have to be, I, I, I have to get my, my opinion out there. See, what is my opinion? What do I really hate? Oh, I don't like white people. Okay, oh, it was a white kid that shot him. Ooh, I, I, I can put it together and it's out there. I'm so smart. People love my opinions. Look, I've got 13 likes. Oh, ooh, I got a heart. That is what you do. And that's what you sound like to us. That is what it seems like you are. And I just want to bitch smack you because you are a bitch. What are some of the other things? What are some of the other things that I heard in just a couple days since these shootings happened? Oh, it's, uh, you know, even people that blame Trump for it. You know what? Yeah, fuck Trump. Absolutely. But he didn't go out there and shoot anybody. You know, people that are influenced, even if he went out there and said, I hate all Mexicans and I want someone to go into a target and shoot them. By the way, they weren't all Mexicans that got shot either. But even if Trump said that and the kid acted on it, 
Yes, fuck Trump. But at the same time, it's the kid. And who knows? Here's where the conspiracy theories start. And they're out there, man. Do I think this was a fake shooting? No. I usually think that's pretty stupid when people say that. But it could be. How does a kid like that get body armor and a freaking, uh, what was it, an AK-47 or SKS, whatever the hell it was? How the fuck does that happen? How do they learn how to shoot those things? Where do they get the ammo? I really want to know these questions. I mean, it's not that hard to get assault rifles, handguns, or any of that stuff. But this kid was armed and armored. How? I want to know. One of these days, I have this weird feeling, man, that one of these days... It's going to break. Ever since I heard about Operation Northwoods, which happened down in Florida, where uh, the military or I guess some people in Congress or whatever was trying to convince Kennedy to allow them to do a false flag operation on American soil in, I think, Miami. And they were going to blame Cuba for it so we could go to war with Cuba and get popular support. Look up Operation Northwoods. That happened. It happened. Ever since I heard about that, and you got to think that was 40 fucking, maybe 50 years ago. Ever since I heard about that, anything's, anything's up in the air at this point. Anything could possibly happen. If they did it that long ago, who knows what they got. Maybe this MK Ultra thing is a legit thing. I don't know either way. I have no opinion on it, but it's a good question mark. Why else would so many Young kids just lose their shit and go off and start killing people. Is it really that bad? It's not video games. My kid plays the most violent possible video games there are, and he has no inclinations of hurting anybody or anything. I grew up playing violent video games. Never once have I thought of killing anybody. Now, can some kids just not handle it? Is it a medication thing? Is it an autistic type of thing? I don't know the answers to any of this stuff, and neither do you. All of you that are chained up in the dungeon of douche, you don't know shit. You're guessing. That's all you're doing is you're guessing and you're pushing your shitty fucking agenda that nobody cares about except for you and maybe 13 of your friends. So fuck you and fuck your 13 friends. You're just out there talking shit is all you're doing. You're trying to attach yourself to a tragedy, attach yourself to something that's trending because you're not. So anyways, that is all I'm going to say about this topic. Enjoy your status as a complete loser, worthless, nobody douchebag if you're one of the people out there that are just attaching your name to a tragedy and being negative and dividing our society even more than it's already divided. Double middle fingers up in the air for you. Sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of looking at everybody else going, wow, that guy hates me because I'm white. Or wow, that guy hates me because I have tattoos. Or wow, that guy hates me because I'm a non-believer in, in religious stuff. It's bullshit. I'm tired of it. And it has to change. Hopefully in 100 years, the kids of that generation will look back at all the previous generations and shake their head in fucking disgust. Because much like we shake our head at, you know, previous generations and cultures. We do that. We look back in the history books and go, oh, that was terrible. Even recent history when, you know, blacks and women couldn't vote and slavery and all this stupid stuff and Irish slavery and the Chinese slavery and everything. We look back and we go, God, that was horrible. It can't happen again. Well, guess what? It does happen. It's called sex trafficking and it happens daily. Anyway, I already told you about my blood pressure earlier. None of this is helping. So let's go ahead and wrap this bitch up. Now it's time for the happy Okay, let me leave you on a good note here. This week, uh, this weekend on the, if you're here in uh, Colorado Springs, 
which I don't know if you are or not. This is a globally airing uh, podcast. It's on every platform. I mean, literally, people could be listening to this in Sri Lanka. People could be listening to this in Amsterdam. People could be listening to this in Kuwait. People could be listening to this in Thailand. People could be listening to this in a remote backwoods swamp in Louisiana. Right now, it could be happening. And if you are, uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate that. Or if you're in Sri Lanka, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just a terrible, I am racist apparently, yeah. I am a piece of shit. Sorry, Sri Lankans, if that's how you say that. Um, Someday I hope you forgive me and continue to listen to the Brandon Bishop podcast. But anyways, if you're here in Colorado Springs uh, this Sunday, August 11th, it will be the Chocolate and Cheese Expo. Yeah, there's a bunch of chocolate, a bunch of cheese, and we're raising money for a great uh, charity, the Asai Cares Direct-to-Family Program. So uh, we hope to have you there. Uh, Also, go on Amazon and look for my, me and my son's book, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles. I think you'll really like it. If you got a kid from 7 to 15, it's the perfect book. Get it for him now. Christmas is coming up. Get it, get it, get it. And uh, read it yourself. It's, it's, I'm very, very proud of this thing. If you're a music fan, my band One-Eyed Buffalo, we have one album called Last Room on the Right. It's on um, iTunes and Spotify and CD Baby and all those different places. So you can go there, download it. Like, I don't know, nine bucks or something like that. Uh, I think there's 13 songs on the first album, and the next album is being uh, put together right now. I lost Dave, like I said earlier, and I hate it, but I'm gonna keep pushing on and uh, finish this album. So uh, it'll be dedicated all to Dave, trust me. There's a lot of work going into this thing. It's not as easy as just putting some vocals down. Also, I told you about AsyTV, ASYTV.com. There's also ASYParanormal.com, AsyParanormal.com, all different shows. Lots of fun stuff on that site, man. So again, $2.99 a month. Subscribe. It's less than a half a cup of coffee. So if you like the freaky stuff, asyparanormal.com is for you. And also, if you live in Colorado Springs, the springschannel.com is coming out, another television network that I'm running. And uh, that's like half business database, half original shows, plenty of stuff on there for you to enjoy. And uh, what else do I got going on? that's about it man and this podcast if you're a wrestling fan check out the nine mile drive wrestling podcast which is the other one i host and uh i do this one too the brandon bishop podcast so thanks for joining me and i will talk to you lovely people next week